Hi everyone and welcome to the History and Cults podcast. Um, today I'm going to basically be winging this episode but I thought that it should be like a good time just to start up the first few episodes just to explain like a background with history and this episode is basically going to be just making some points and one of the things that I'm going to be talking about is how do cults use not really knowing history or like surface level history like knowing that or not really knowing how to do a proper research to their advantage other points I'm going to be making are what makes a good evidence when it comes to history how many evidence do you need to make a valid argument where should you get your resources and where not to and i am sure a lot of people know this but why isn't wikipedia a reliable source so yeah let's get into it So the main point um, I'm going to be talking about, like first I'm going to be talking about is what makes a good evidence when it comes to history. So basically what makes a good evidence is the argument and the um, reliable sources that you take. So for example, when it comes to history, you should use either not articles per se, I think articles are not. 100% take it into account but um books or um archives um if it's uh let's say like a historical site like history.com then sometimes you you can use it but it's not 100% like for example if it's for a research paper if it's for an actual research paper you cannot use history.com or any sort of like dot com website that talks about history but books definitely you can use and archives so archives are basically like the data like the actual documentation that was taking place like let's say ancient history um there's the actual archive of um let's say the bible and then there's the prints that we have now today so you can use like the actual archives or you can use the the prints like the the books that were printed out so the reason why um i'm talking about this is because i've seen so many people just literally use just an article of like a journalist talking about a historical fact and the the thing is that if they're not citing their sources that's not that's not a good a a good article like if they're not citing their sources coming from the actual uh, as they say like the horde's mouth then it's not it's it's just not a good argument like um one of the things that it came uh, across was um this person was talking about like this saint um that supposedly is like an evidence that there was um like gay priest or something like that like uh bishop or something so basically their argument is that he is gay okay 
that's okay that's that's a valid argument you can definitely make any sort of argument whatsoever but what are your sources what are the evidence that you're giving to validate that argument so the sources like when i go to the the sources that they give was it um it's first of all it's like a couple articles okay so you go to the article okay fine we go to the article and basically um in the article you start um you start seeing like um trying to remember so basically you 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 see on the bottom of the article if you do not see a book or an archive that is coming from it's not a reliable source if it's just coming from the opinion of somebody it's not a reliable source so in this article that i went to it actually like um it gave the opinion like oh look this artist was talking about this or this uh theologian he made some sort of thesis based on what his opinion is of um the like that person like how he saw that person and some of the things that the characteristics of this person like the saint and i'm trying to give her an example that's why he thinks is it's gay because based on his opinion and his evidence but the the matter of fact is okay you can give any evidence but if you don't give the core context of what that evidence is it falls flat it's it's just not a good argument if the evidence is not 100% there so the other argument that I, I see a lot with um, you know this podcast is about cults so I, I see a lot of cults just talking about um, uh, like Passover being involved you, you're gonna listen to this a lot in, through this podcast so basically Passover being abolished so I came across doing this research so I'm doing a, a research um, based on Easter versus Passover so hopefully I can get that um, up soon in the website. Um, so basically what they say is Passover, right, was abolished or was changed or uh, through time people were changing dates and times and they were not sure. But, but the source that they're citing, which is this book, uh, the name is at celestial history and it's made from a historian from i think it's the 10th century i will have to look into it just to give the actual facts i don't i don't want to give the dates and i'm not 100 percent sure um so basically he they they say that in this book the evidence is that in 155 AD, the 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 Pope uh, Pope Victor the first was trying to make everybody within the church celebrate Passover on Sunday. But when you go to the book 
and you read the whole context, what happens is that they're just not sure when the date is. And they were trying to rationalize, let's do it Sunday, because Jesus rose on Sunday. But the whole argument is around that is because the east side of the church wanted to celebrate it on the 14th of Nisan, that calendar. But the thing is that on the west side, they had another calendar, which is the Julian uh, calendar. Uh, today we use the Gregorian calendar, but back in the day they used to use um, the the Julian calendar. So basically, what happens is that when you have different calendars, there's gonna be a mess up. So the the um, the east side of the church they used to use the lunar calendar, which is like the the calendar that the Jewish people use. And what happens is that a lot of the times that calendar is not 100% accurate. It's, a, it's actually missing, like, I think 165 days from that calendar. So if you're missing dates and times and hours from that calendar because you're basing on the, the sun, so it's not taking into account uh, astronomy, it's not taking into account the season is not taking into account the sun, the axis, axis of the earth, how it moves, how it is. All of that is not taking into account. So therefore, it's just not 100% accurate, the dates. So on the west side, they want to take the Julian calendar. So they want to uh, celebrate the Passover on that date. So... The argument is that Passover was starting to be abolished. But if you look at the whole argument in the book, the book is not saying that Passover is trying to be changed. Passover is still being celebrated the whole time. It's still being celebrated even until that day, even until today. It's just that it's just not... It's not easy to know when when um, the date is. So back in the day, you, when I say back in the day, I mean ancient times. You have to think about it from their perspective. They didn't have the technology that we have now, which is taking into account all kinds of uh, astro- uh, astronomy and like more in-depth uh, astronomy and also um uh also like the seasons the sun the moon all those things is in ancient time it was just not taking that into account so their argument falls flat because the book is talking about the date when to celebrate it not the actual um, feast being abolished. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So the other argument I see a lot is that um, Sabbath day, that's uh, another research I am doing to kind of 
help people understand that a lot of cults they use this that sabbath day was uh changed and now it's sunday worship but the reality is that first of all it was just never changed um the for example the council of nicaea they tend to use this as it, it abolished passover and, and abolished a sabbath day it actually it did not do that the council of nicaea what they did was so, so the council of nicaea just to give you like a brief history it's basically um like a consulate like what we have now as as a consulate or uh an embassy to represent the people from another country in that country so basically like uh let's say in in the united states there's an embassy for uh bulgarian people and it's uh located in whatever city right so that embassy or consulate it's is a representation of bulgaria right so the council of nicaea was a representation of the christianity as a whole like the organization of just just christians in general that's what the council of nicaea was so it took place and yes it it did have constantine uh being involved but to a certain extent he was like the mediator per se so or yeah the mediator because he wanted to just keep the peace between the roman empire and just religions in in general just the the peace he wanted so excuse me i'm just gassy um so basically um the council of nicaea what they they did was again it was just a matter of uh, the argument of when to uh do the passover not that we're gonna abolish the abolish the 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 passover it was when are we going to do the passover because again the jewish calendar which is the lunar calendar is just not 100 accurate it's missing dates it's missing time it's missing hours so the julian calendar is more accurate for its time so just just to have a brief history so that's what i mean like how that's the uh, the other point i want to bring is how many evidence do you need to make an argument make your argument be valid you actually need more than one evidence more than two actually you need four at least to make that argument be valid so what a lot of these cults they use is just simple surface level arguments so they pick and choose what they want to what they want to use from history and just make it as seems like you know we're telling the truth but not the whole truth which you know a lot of podcasts uh and and videos they're coming out and and kind of like talking against some cults like one of them i i want to give a shout out to great let light studios they're just they're a great source to understand how a lot of cults they just take out of context certain bible verses and that's what they're doing the same with history 
and you know that's a history major it's just it's just wrong to do that it's a complete lie even though it's half the truth a lot of these cults they tend to say it's not it's not okay to use half the truth it's always good to use a hundred percent the truth so why are you using half of the truth when it comes to history that is just not okay and it's just it's just misleading and then your argument falls flat so the other thing i want to bring up is uh you know when you when you make those arguments and those those baseless arguments and they don't have good evidence when it comes to history and you're you're mi- not only are you missing uh times and dates and they're just f- falling flat by like a hundred years of difference then your whole argument of what you're saying because of what you're saying it falls short the other argument that i see a lot is using this uh um what is it like um the the catholic church that uh, it lost its power or influence in uh, seven, uh 1798 from the uh, napoleon empire and that's not actually not even accurate accurate because the napoleon empire Actually, Napoleon took over in 19, uh, uh, 1799, and he didn't even become an emperor. I think it was a year after. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. So I just searched it up. So you see this. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. That they, they tend to use. Uh, so it's 1798, uh, the French Revolution, or uh, actually Napoleon, he took the pope and he uh incarcerated him but the fact is is uh he took a pont pontiff i think it is in english so what it is is like a messenger of um of the pope it was actually not the pope and he did that uh way after um it was definitely not in 1798 it it doesn't make any sense when he became an emperor napoleon became an emperor literally in 1804 so that's way off and when the catholic church did started did start to lose its influence on uh on uh kings and emperors and all that was in 1870 because so what happened was just like a brief history because I, I want to do a really in-depth um, research so that everybody can be on the same page and look at the sources and all that. And actually, I got my source from uh, Napoleon becoming an emperor being 1804. I, I want to give my source. It was from Britannica.com. So this site is actually a reliable uh, site it's like uh, history.com so when the catholic church became less powerful like it, it didn't it didn't um have a, as much influence as, as it had before it was in 1870 and it was because the um 
So the, the kingdoms of what is known now as Italy, so the in Italian peninsula, that, that country there, Italy, what we know now, and the regions that it has, it was actually different kingdoms before. So what happened was that um, leaders or, how do I say this, like the working class, they wanted uh, all those kingdoms to be unified. Mainly uh, one of the, the, the kings, I, I have to look at... Um, who it was uh, i'm definitely gonna do a research on that i i just don't want to give so much detail because i, I want to give uh, actual uh evidence and where i got my sources and how to cite those sources so you guys could see how to do it yourself uh, on paper so right now the, the brief history basically what it is is that so they wanted to um make those little kingdoms into just one whole country because at that time the um to get ahead in the world world market you needed globalization and in being different kingdoms it was just not great economically it just it, it wouldn't help to be uh a part of the the world economy you, you needed globalization and to have globalization you needed um, your own colony and to have your own colony to actually prosper you needed to be just one whole country so that's what happened so to accomplish that they needed to take into uh, take some land from the Vatican of what we know is the Vatican City now city 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 uh, as we know now and that's what happened that's uh, to put it short that's what happened so this is you know this is this is what I mean that when they give you sources look at the sources that they're giving you meaning they give you an article go to the article read the whole article they give you a book read the whole chapter the chapter before and the chapter after that's what's going to give you the whole context of that first that, that chapter they're giving you if they give you chapter four you're going to read chapter three and chapter five so you can get the whole context of what the actual uh reading is so one of my teacher actually gave me this uh good pointer so if you don't want to read the whole book you can read the first few chapters and if you're going to be using the source of, let's say, chapter four, you read the chapter before, the chapter after. Or if you want to use the whole book as a evidence, then you read the first few chapter, the middle and the last. That's where you're going to get the context from. So basically, a lot of these books, these history books, they tend to ramble a lot, sadly. But, you know, I'm doing this too. Uh, they tend to ramble a lot, so that's why a lot of the, just they don't use a lot of the stuff in those history books. So what you do is, if you want to get a good, valid evidence, you get it from the first few uh, chapters, the middle chapters, and then the last chapters. That's where you get the the good good arguments and evidence. So then. 
so where should we get our sources so the sources we should get it from the, so reliable sources you could get it from like the library it's the best place another good site that will give you good reliable sources is jstores it's it's a good it's a good site that they use a lot in academia and you know history is like an academia um major and area so jsters history.com is really good but just be careful sometimes they do give their own opinion but if you want an unbiased opinion um or uh source definitely uh britannica is also a good uh source and um i think just your local library actually yeah your local library will give you good reliable sources so the reason why it's good to have reliable sources is like the same thing like uh you know i was talking to this to uh, my stepmom it's basically you know when you have some sort of uh, symptoms you're not gonna go to just any article you're gonna go to a good reliable article and to find a good reliable article you go to different sources and from those different sources the one that matches the most that it's like backed up by another one like uh mayo clinic or uh, uh webmd that that's that's where you get it because it, if you look at both of them they are in pair they actually make sense and um it's the same thing with history like if if you can't find four reliable sources that back up this one claim it's just it's just gonna fall short and flat um so how do cults use not knowing history or just knowing uh, uh surface level history so this is what happened to me so what happened to me was this basically i went to the school they talked about the council of Nicaea, um uh, abolishing the passover so what they did was they said oh they changed it to easter so okay that's fine okay they they changed it to easter so i went home i looked up and i said uh, uh i i saw okay so they did change it to easter okay they're right that's the truth they told the truth that's it but when i got out and i i did do a uh a, a good uh an, a good investigation it turns out that yeah they changed it to easter but what easter means is passover easter was a translation from ancient Greek, not Greek that we have now, ancient Greek to German to English. So the reason why is because ancient Greek could be translated to um, German, which is the part of the Germanic tribes, like that dialect, and then to English. So what it it ended was to uh easter so that that was the the translation nowadays you know we have more uh, uh people who learn languages and ancient language and 
uh, up-to-date languages, and that's why now we have is Passover, but Easter means Pashka, which is, uh, I probably am getting it wrong, uh, the, the pronunciation, but Passover also means Pashka which is the the greek definition of just passover that's that's what it is so that's what i mean when like uh cults they use you not really knowing history or just knowing for uh surface level history or surface level investigation to their advantage because you're not gonna uh, look in deep what they're telling you And so what happened is that what happens is that then, you know, you're going to take what they're saying as is the truth, but it's just not a complete truth. It's half of the truth. So do you want half of the truth or do you want the whole truth? So to know the whole truth, if they're telling you the whole truth is by looking in deep what they're telling you, the whole context what articles they're using, how many uh, evidence they're using, and um, the whole context of what they're using, the books that they're using, reading it, analyzing it, and, and trying to put your cap, like the hat, instead of having the hat of, the, let's say uh, today, uh, 2022, the year 2022, I have my, my mind of 2022. When I look at history, I have to have my mind of, for example, with the the the, the Passover, uh, my mind of twenty three hundred and twenty five A.D. What were the the problems that they had back then? Oh, the calendar. The calendar. That's that's what they had. The problem was the calendar, the dates. Not that they abolished Passover. They didn't abolish Passover. They just didn't know the date. They weren't sure what the date was. So that's what the Council of Nicaea was, just to know the date. Which all of these cults and and religions, they have a, a they have a, a group that determines what the date is. And what is that? They they make a meeting. And what does this meeting do? This meeting, what it does is that. Um, takes into account okay so when is the date that we're going to have the passover when is the date that we're going to have easter easter is passover is the same i can use which one interchangeably but when is the date of this celebration this feast that's what that group does which is the same thing of the council of nicaea and the other misconception misconception that a lot of these cults say is that the Council of Nicaea, what they did was the main thing was is to abolish the Passover, and they just wanted to abolish all of the teachings of God. No, actually, the the main point of the Council of Nicaea that it was there and it established it was this argument that actually Arius was making that the Trinity is different entities that. It was just not one whole God used different uh, titles. No, it was actually that that was what the, the Council of Nicaea was taking place. It was the Arius was making the argument that Jesus was just a prophet of God. He was just a son of God. He was not God. 
That's what the Council of Nicaea was there for, just to make a short argument. So then why is Wikipedia not a reliable source? So, sorry, I was drinking water. So Wikipedia, I know maybe a lot of people will know this, but Wikipedia is not a reliable source because people can log in, change it, make their own adjustments. It's just not backed up by historians. It's not backed up by academia and it's not backed up by just general history. It's just, if you can change it, and it's not backed up by archives, the general, uh, like the National Archive Association, then it's just not a reliable source. It's just not a reliable place to go to. Wikipedia, you can use it for celebrities, just general things that, you know, uh, just mundane things like just things that are just not important but when it comes to history that it's just important when you make your argument wikipedia is just not the place it's just it's not and sadly a lot of people tend to use that to make their argument and it's just it's just not it's it's not so i hope you like my rant (laughs) as i say and I hope you learned something through this episode. Um, I'm going to hopefully just leave some of the sources that I used today uh, down below. But, you know, you can just go to the website of historyandcults.com.wix, I think it is. I'm going to leave the, the link down below, but um, hopefully I can do uh, an episode every either Saturday or Sunday usually on the weekends because I have the weekends off so obviously I probably will do that but mainly what I want to do is just give an, an actual historical fact with sources and also debunk a lot of this cults that they tend to use history and how they mis- misuse it and how they they leave out uh, context and um, uh, arguments that it's being ba- made in those books and that's basically what I want to do I hope you have a wonderful week wonderful day or anytime you listen to this just I hope you had a, um, like you understood what I, I was getting at, basically. And yeah, that's, that's for today. Thanks.